0: I caught it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyway. Was hoping I could catch you those smiles in my face. Romantic talking you don't even have to try. Hello everyone and welcome once again to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. We feature, as always, the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment relevance. I'm your co-host, bill scurry of american caesar enterprises which is a high society jewel heist fence and i'm your co-host my name is noah
1: tarno i am the founder and senior quizmaster of the big quiz thing the trivia game show spectacular no heisting no fencing in our
0: purview so noah uh this is one of those things where you wonder does is bill scurry bullshitting you or is he not uh, and I'm going to tell you uh, that this week's topic is named after a midsize compact SUV released in the early 1990s, my friend, from the Mitsubishi <laughs> brand of fine automobiles.
1: Yes, okay. I, I, I believe it is. The Montero Sport, right?
0: Yeah, uh, call me by your four, uh, what is it, four, uh, four-cylinder 4 engine, uh, something like that? Yes,
1: call me by your four-cylinder engine, exactly. Call me That's by your what f- all the kids are talking about on the face talks and the... And the the Twit decks.
0: Call me by your rollover risk from those tires. Although that that was the uh, that was the Ford Explorer. That was a different. Um, uh, yeah, man. Look. I thought that was a bunch of different cars. Oh, ah, you're right. So, you're right. right. What kind? Of, you know, how do you make a car that's got the, the one thing that you should not to worry about? By the way, is the car just tumbling ass over tea kettle mm-hmm. and killing everyone in it? And that was exactly I, I what think, went wrong.
1: I think there are a bunch of things you shouldn't have to worry about.
0: Yes. When you're Driving. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, we are, we are not, in fact, talking about a, a small, mid-sized, compact, affordable for, you know, American family uh, 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 SUV. to get that No that, such
1: thing anymore. No, no such that's
0: thing true. Anymore. But to get that, that small SUV feel on a dime and still have enough room for uh, so- uh, soccer equipment, hockey equipment, and fit in a suburban parking spot. No, not at all. We are talking about Montero, parentheses, parentheses, parens. Call me by your name, close parents, if that wasn't a apparent. This is a new single with an accompanying video from former Noah, from former guest of the show, Lil Nas X. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you remember correctly, everyone in America who's listening to this, Lil Nas Lil, sorry, not Lil, Lil Nas X from the Lil series of rappers. That's the sobriquet of Georgia-based hip-hop crossover artist montero lamar hill uh he had success with the viral single old town road which i believe we covered end of 2019 i had to look back in the files because it yeah it it both feels like it was about three months ago and uh 30 years ago it's really hard to put this stuff together but yes i think it was a 2019 thing um so for this single old town road y'all remember it with the billy rice iris and all that stuff he won commercial and grammy success he made a lot of money he won a stack of awards that year. There was the whole thing about the country charts, and he was being excluded from the country charts until Billy Ray Cyrus came in. That's all prologue to this. Um, so as far as I understand, too, he has not actually released a bona fide album. He's had an extended play, but nothing... In, in, I mean, not. I don't. I it doesn't mean anything, but he, he hasn't had what we would consider an album. And Old Men Like Us use that as a benchmark for things. Right, uh, right. So he's, he's still cooking that up. I think it's supposed to come either late this year or something like that. But this, this release... This, this hot release is a prelude. And because we're talking about it, it's designed to cook up controversy very intentionally. So, uh, uh, Montero, parentheses, Call Me By Your Name, is a reference, of course, the Luca Guadagnino movie of the same name from 2017, based on the Andre Aciman book. Uh, it's also a reference to Lil Nas' Existence Sexuality. Uh, which he tipped his cards and revealed his queerness after the success of Old Town Road. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, we had mentioned it as, I mean, it really was it had nothing to do with the song, the fact that he was a, a young gay man. Uh, but I mean, I think a lot of people bought, on, bought into the idea that well, he was a black man, he's rapping, and he did a country song. And the last part of that you did not expect to follow is that he was a gay man as well. So, you know, there's lots of weird, I would say weird, intersexuality. It's not weird, per se, but it's things that you did not really seen uh, laid atop.
1: Not quite typical, I think. Yeah, okay,
0: atypical, right. Disgusting. No, you might, if you're talking to me, yes. (laughs) Horrible. No. (laughs) No. So the the video is let's put it the video is full tilt sensational right references oh for, my god yeah I know yeah, references to the Garden of Eden uh, angels and devils uh, uh, the Divine Comedy Dante's Inferno is is heavily referenced yeah. uh, and yeah. just just to be sure, just to be sure no one's left out there's a lot of queer lap dancing and pole dancing That's oh there is yes it's. He is, yeah. he is not shy about that. No. So uh, Mr. X, as the New York Times would call him on the second reference, uh, revealed that this song was written uh, about a man he met in mid-2020. And the guy was partying and taking drugs... I guess when when they were in quarantine and that that was their sort of um, relationship. Yeah. In, in the lyrics to the song, Lil Nas X tells. Yeah, yeah.
1: By the way, you want to be upset at Lil Nas X
0: about something? Don't be upset about the
1: satanic imagery. Don't be upset about him being gay. Be upset about the fact that he's out partying, taking drugs, and having sex with anonymous people in the middle of quarantine. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's not fair.
0: No, you're right. It's it's definitely not fair. Yeah. So the, the right the point of the text the song is that. Uh, he he tells his lover he doesn't want to be in the closet anymore he wants his, he wants his sexuality to be something he doesn't have to conceal for whatever reasons and that's kind of baked into the song i i guess i mean we'll, we'll we'll get into this but the text the text of the song and the video the visuals of the video they diverge a bit and if you're going to go on a strictly media uh, criticism theory. Um, it's it, it it seems apparent that Lil Nas X's intent was to start a controversy by by playing with that. Oh, oh you think? <laughs> uh, well just making sure people understand about this. I mean those six people who have who are first of all listening to the sound of my voice and have not seen the video for themselves. So here's here's the other part of this. Now he has, you know, as part of the, the flotilla of of hype that's around this thing he also designed a platform for $10, 000, no, no not ten thousand sorry one thousand eighteen dollar pair special edition Nike sneakers that were going to be customized by some independent um, you know art art uh, uh, collective I guess they were going to, they were going to customize six hundred and sixty six copies you see see where he's going there um, and they were going to festoon these Nikes there I think that was like it was sort of an Air Nike Air shoe black Nike Air it was going to have pentagrams uh uh inside the Insep uh a pentagram medallion i think attached to the laces and on top mm-hmm. of that the air the actual nike air um uh bubble balloon in the heel of the shoe was going to have be mixed with red ink and a single drop of human blood from a member of one of the uh, of the artists of the collective so it's going to be personalized with a little bit of blood i guess more symbolic than anything else so Nike, Nike sued uh, them and him to enjoin the aftermarket customization. I believe that was upheld. I believe they managed to get the yes,
1: uh, it was. But they did. They actually made the shoes. I yeah. believe some people got their hands. On no, no, there's some so. unboxing.
0: Mean, pic- certainly seen pictures of them. There's yeah. some unboxing videos too. Yeah. Um, okay. And and let's just put uh, finally the 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 explosive uh, the explosive offer of uh, this thing with that thing and the other thing has served its purpose and. We're going to get right into this. It has inflamed Pentecostal Christian sensibilities, as it was probably always intended to do. So, Noah Tarno, tell me, uh, at the end of a long week, what do you think of Mitsubishi Montero?
1: Well, look, when when you're raising six kids in the suburbs like I am, you need a car you can rely <laughs> on. That will only roll over when you have two or fewer children in the backseat. Um, all right, so... Uh, You know, Old Town Road was the rare, I mean, I feel like the rare song in this day and age that becomes universal, that everyone knows, that everyone hears. I mean, freaking kids are learning it in kindergarten. Uh, Lil Nas X, based on Old Town Road, wrote a children's book last year. He was on Sesame Street. So that song really busted out in a way so few songs bust out these days, beyond the ghetto of young people, people who closely follow modern pop music, right? And also, even for me, it's the rare hip-hop song that, like, the tune sticks with me and I find myself singing and chanting and all that because it's... So, so that, that was just a, a titan of a song in recent times. So, you know, but this, this type of music in general is not my thing. I don't have much use for the song. I don't find it very original, very interesting. There's nothing offensive about it in my mind. I think the video is fucking great, though. I think the video is fan-fucking-tastic. I love the heaven and hell imagery. I love the story. I love how it, it pushes boundaries. It kind of mixes some cliche imagery. You know, the devil looks like the devil. He's red and he's got horns. And, and there's the snake that looks like a snake. And by the way, all these characters are played by Lil Nas X. Like, after kissing the snake in heaven, or more than kissing, I mean, it ends with the snake licking its way down his belly. Um, he's put on trial. And the whole... the the like the jury, people watching are stone statues of Lil Naz X. And then the people, actually, like the guards or whatever, the, the judges are, look like these Marie Antoinette characters. But everyone is Lil Naz X. I think the video is fantastic. And then he, when he's convicted, obviously, he slides down a stripper pole. And it's not just a pole, it's a stripper pole because he's, he's wearing the booty shorts and he's doing the, the moves that strippers do. Slides down a stripper pole all the way to hell. And then he gets to hell. He gives Satan a very lewd lap dance. And then he breaks Satan's neck and takes his horns. Um, it's a great video. It's it's excellent. It's terrific. Um, so that's number one. The song, eh. The video, great. Um, the shoes, I don't care. We've talked about shoes, things like that and this before. I don't give a shit. Um, I think the backlash, look, this is what he wanted. He's a really savvy Social media manipulator, kind of guy. Yeah, it's crazy, Be man. Wondrous. You're
0: absolutely right. Yep.
1: And by the way, you said Pentecostal. Yeah, we, we there's that video going around of the one insane guy yelling, I don't know who this guy is. Blah, blah. You know, sounded like the preacher from, you know, sounded like Father Coughlin from World War II. <laughs> but then you just get your mainstream um Republican politicians. The example, a the big example is Christy noem who's the governor of South Dakota, tweeted, like, this is awful. This blah, blah, blah. And people are upset. Variety of reasons. And he tweeted back. He's like, you're the governor of a state. There's a pandemic going on. And you care about fucking shoes? Like, give me a break here.
0: Isn't she born again? Um, I mean, I feel like the people who are bitching about this are mostly born again, of which there are a you know lot. What? You know what? If you are a Republican
1: politician, your credibility on any moral issue right now is sub-zero. Shut the fuck up. You have zero credibility in my mind on this. Um, He's really... He knows where to poke them because this is so perfect to get these Republican crybabies riled up. I mean, Satan getting these people pissed off goes back to our childhood. You had the satanic panic, which, by the way, we can laugh at now, but that ruins, not only ruins some decent people's lives, but it let actual child molesters go free. That's some bad shit. Um, You know, and then, of course, they're talking about heavy metal, you know, the, the PMRC and... You know, people who thought, like, Twisted Sister was, like, going to destroy society. I mean, the nonsense of that. Then you tack on the hatred of hip-hop, right? These people, because Lil Nas X is black, he's going to seem a lot worse than a white guy doing the same thing. Plus, he's gay, all right? He's already going to hell. By the way, you've been saying for years this guy's going to hell. What the fuck do you expect him to talk about, right? Yes, like Then, of course, you have this time we're in right now where republicans have no issues anymore it's just blind loyalty to themselves their god of trump uh hatred ad hominem attacks uh bullshit cultural war issues like mr potato head and um dr seuss like they see this as too juicy an issue not to attack like we can't win on the issues we can't support infrastructure or dealing with the pandemic so instead we're just going to attack who we see as as juicy targets like lil nas x like a video with with um religious uh sacrilegious imagery as they would say um so yeah i, I think he's i mean i kind of like that he's poking them this way there's a little part of me that's afraid he's giving them an issue and the people will really glom onto it and say well i'd like to vote for the democrats but they support little Mazek, so i can't you know there are idiots who think that uh but if i'm going to be critical for a minute i do think he's trying to have it both ways in some ways um You know, he's made the comment like, oh, why, it's your responsibility to take care, you know, I think a lot of the reason people, I didn't say this, people are upset is because Old Town Road did get this universal thing and their kids are listening to Old Town Road and singing it in school. My niece was singing it in kindergarten, right? So they do, whoa, I thought Lil Nas X was for kids. He was on Sesame Street. He did write a children's book. I think he's got every right to do something filthy and adult only. Besides, he's an entertainer. We shouldn't be looking to these people to teach our children valuable lessons, you know. He's not freaking Rafi or anything. It's a minor criticism. He'd be far from the first to do that. Also, I think Nike had every right to sue. Absolutely every right to sue. And I think Lil Nas X and Mischief, the Brooklyn group that made these, should have taken that swoosh off. Because the fact is, people are now upset at Nike. And whether or not they should be upset at Nike, Nike did not sign up for this controversy. And that is their brand, that is their logo, that is their business. This is, this is the essence of why one should have the right to sue over trademark or copyright infringement. Because you are associating your product with something you don't want to be able to associate, don't want to be associated with. So I'm glad that's upheld. And I think Nike, I'm with Nike on that end. But those are quibbles. The songs, whatever, it's fine. The video's great. I like that these morons are upset,
0: and I like that Lil Nas X seems to know how to deal with them. I agree with everything you said. I, in fact, I, I can't describe or litigate the case behind the video any more than any better than you can, because I think you're absolutely right. The visuals are there; they're very, very well intended. This guy knows precisely where to dump a jerry can of gasoline on and 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 you know, hurl a quick strike match. He I did not give him any of that credit after the country song because I thought, you know, the the origins of that were pretty... Uh, minor and meager compared to this you know he old town road he bought the beat off of a dutch producer on Bandcamp, and i just thought That's like right. oh, you know like okay he accidentally created something who the hell knows how you do these things and who knows how you replicate it and it's like well somehow this 20 year old guy knows how to replicate this and he went yeah. bigger let's and- remember by the way
1: that he was only like 17 or 18 then i yeah. looked it up he's turns 22 22- Next week, yeah, so he 's still awfully
0: young, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it 's like well uh this this completely changed my um, opinion of him because i didn 't know. That he had it in him to create two gigantic, uh, very different, uh, uh, you know, very different storms. Uh, the first one was sort of like we didn't see him coming, and it, it, it grappled a lot of race issues in terms of how music is categorized and and whatnot. Who are the gatekeepers for music listings? Which was its own thing, and this is this is much different. But let's focus on let's go back to the Satan thing for a second here, because like you said, the Satanic panic of the '80s it it ruined a lot of people's. I I I do find it. Um, uh, it it's this is very simple for me i can't believe that we are discussing Satan in America in twenty twenty one because
1: they because they can't they have no other villains they can glom onto there uh, this is why the right wing is all on bullshit attacks because they can't win on real stuff they've improved wrong on real stuff, so all they have is nonsense but th- th- and satan has Satan has worked for millions of people as a boogeyman literally. For, you know, a thousand, two thousand years? I don't know.
0: But at the same time, you have Matt Gates. not to date this, Matt Gates is sitting there paying for girls to, they're, they're prostituting girls. Yeah, that's my point. They're wrong on the real stuff, so they have to take a stand on bullshit. Right, but, but the idea that Satan exists in one place, you're completely, you know, neutering the idea of whatever, I don't, look, I don't believe in Satan, I don't believe in evil, and I certainly don't think a pop song and a fucking video shot I, on a I, green screen I, 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 I can, I can believe in Satan,
1: but, I, but, if, but if Satan is real, he manifests himself in Matt Gates raping children and not in fucking Lil Nas X making a music video. My point. That's what you got. If you want to worry about Satan, that's fine. But worry about Satan's influence on Matt Gates, not his influence on Lil Nas
0: X. Who's the man? Lil Nas is the man. Who's the man? Lil Nas is the man. Who's the man? Lil Nas.
1: I mean, a few things here. Why is the song what everyone's talking about? Why did, you know, why, again, the governor of South Dakota, Why? I mean, I, I, I think I've said some of this. Why are people so stirred up about this? And why do people care?
0: You know, it's a, for, just for reference, uh, Christine Ohm said, her quote on Twitter was, our kids are being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's quote-unquote exclusive. But you know what's more exclusive? Their God-given eternal soul. We're in a fight for the soul of our nation. We need to fight hard, and we need to fight smart, and we have to win. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it. that's
1: why we need to put Donald Trump in jail and yeah. Matt Gates in jail, Yes. and we need to— kick fucking Republicans out of Congress.
0: And we need to address global warming because it is a sin yeah. and a war crime that we have not touched those things. Yeah. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. yeah. She right, so- is, I agree with her 100% on we are in a battle for our soul and our eternal soul. I personally see no contradiction between the actual precepts of what these people claim to believe in and... Radical liberal beliefs, yeah, but yeah. which just proves, in my mind, that they don't really believe in this
0: shit. They just use no, it as I, a cudgel. It's cynical, but this is probably Sorry, because you have it's a, a very intersectional thing. I mean, it and and they're very clear, like. Very clear uh, spheres, vents, put over each other. You can you can see they're they're demarcated very evenly for the viewer. It doesn't take much analysis to see. Catchy song again. I'm with you, Noah. Song to me is not great. I will never listen to it again. I listened to it twice. Once at the beginning of this when it became an idea for a show, and you know another one to to review the video for the purposes of the of the research. Uh, but it is catchy song. It sounds like catchy song sound these days. That's all that needs to be. But it's fine. Yeah. So uh, that that's that- my problem with it. I feel like it sounds like every other song I hear. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, by design. By design. Yeah. I mean that's that's where you get riches by, by making design. songs that sound like other songs. So this this was designed by Lil Nas X to be a cross media viral moment by a young person who, like I said, is much more literate. In the language, the glyphs, the ciphers of putting this kind of thing together, then then first of all, that I understand, but then I gave him credit for. So the, the whole uh, old Old Town Road wasn't quite as much a fluke as I thought it was. And I probably called it as such when we did the episode. And, and if that's so, I was mistaken because it was clearly some sort of design where he was clearing his throat and warming up for something more spectacular just a few years later. So he had the song to the shoe plus the Satan. Uh, you know, he knew exactly what kind of time. Yeah, maybe maybe he was a little uh, uh, disingenuous about the role he has in children's entertainment because he has been sanitized a little bit on the Sesame Street, on the you know, kids humming his theme. But on the other hand, I'd say he, in a, in a way, I don't say this badly, but he he kind of cynically understood that Satan would have this effect. He knew he wasn't just going to be able to drop Satan oh, in there. He came prepared to fight. He I mean, knew. if you, he if you, a hundred percent. If you went to his if you if you, I went to his Twitter feed and I was listening to him clap back at people. And, and you know, to be honest, he was saying, I mean, anytime Christy Noem popped up, anytime some, you know, Baptist minister popped up, he had a great rejoinder and very simple, very like this is what he wrote. Uh, There's a mass shooting every week that our government does nothing to stop me sliding down a CGI pole isn't what's destroying society. Uh, yep. and he's like he's absolutely right you know he's at, it's like you don't need to say it yeah. any more complex than that and if you're going to ignore the things he says and that's because you're a martinet you know you are a charlatan uh you are a mountebank, as they as they would call it so uh the popularity seems to be a pretty good uh, locating of of all these things laid atop one another you know i would say how, i'm interested to see how what's his third act how does the guy go from that yeah. To this. Yeah. What's the next thing? Because it's kind of hard to get bigger than this. But, you know, I'll, I'll leave that for a future podcast topic, now.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I do wonder that, too. It's hard to imagine. Uh, yeah, why? I think I said all of this. The backlash is totally unsurprising. First of all, again, I want to reiterate, I love the video. I think the video is so well designed. It's beautiful. It's funny. It's surprising. It's it's even sexy. You know, it's, it's,
0: it's 100% virtual. It's a, there's, it, there's like no photography right, at all. It's, right, right.
1: It's a man grinding on a man, which usually does nothing for me, but I get it. I see why this is appealing to many, many people. Um and yeah, it's such a it's such a perfect combination to rile up these these people with no credibility. Satanism plus sex plus gay plus black, plus especially now when they can't talk about anything real. You know, Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss, they gotta they gotta glom onto this stuff. Um but we've also said, like, he's just, it's not just pointing out, you know, the AOC type, you're really talking about this bullshit and here's the real problem, which makes sense to anyone with half a brain. But one example we haven't brought up is the way he's good at trolling is he, he issued, quote unquote, an apology video. Did you watch that?
0: Oh, no, I did read it. I read about it, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think we've all seen what these apology videos look like now. We talked about it last week with David Dobrik. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, everyone's talking about something. I just want to say. So, basically, the video he starts, it's them, it's him in front of the camera. He's holding one of the shoes. He's like, yeah, everyone's talking about these shoes. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to say, and it just cuts to the video again.
0: <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. he's not apologizing. He's refusing to apologize. And why should he? Because to use another term of these crybabies, He's not being canceled, right? I mean, I guess there's some kids out there who want to buy his music whose parents are saying, "Uh uh-uh, no way. I'm not letting you buy this. You know, I know you like Lil Nas X. You loved Old Town Road. There's some school where they're not teaching these kids Old Town Road anymore, but that's not going to affect him. I mean, yeah, you say, what's his third act? If he wants to go back to doing family-friendly stuff, I think that's going to be awfully hard for him, although – you know, quickly pop culture turns over. Give him five years and, you know, it could be possible. I mean, let's see. Oh, yeah. I still think the funniest thing, Ice Cube becoming a suburban dad on a sitcom, it just shows that anything is possible give people enough time. But he doesn't care right now. And, and maybe that's a little unwise of him because he's so young. But fuck it. What does he need? He's probably got all the money he needs. He's got a ton of credibility in the industry. And he clearly has some talent. Uh, despite, you know, the song not being the greatest. But, you know, I think this guy will have
0: a career. We'll see. We'll
1: see what moves he makes moving on now.
0: Okay, guys. I see everybody's been talking about this. Noah, think back uh, to when you were a child and enter Lil Nas' X to the equation. Do you think you would have liked him slash it, the music video, and sensation when you were a child?
1: No, not at all. I mean, I think I would have taken the side of why are you getting upset about Satan and all that? Um, And obviously I would have hated these uh bullshit, you know, morally bankrupt politicians, but I would have had no use for the song and I don't even think the video would have gotten through to me the way it does now. I just I couldn't appreciate art if it didn't align with my sensibilities. So I think something gay and black I would have had a harder time seeing any I would have seen the value in it, but I wouldn't have taken any personal pleasure in it, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, um, the way I know. take
1: the way I take some now,
0: you know. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the the big fuck you to Pentecostals, Baptists, you know, your your rank and file uh, uh, Christian thing is uh, uh, is exactly what I would have um, been alloyed by. But I mean, no, that that's interesting. The irony is that no, the the song itself is pretty element pretty elementary hip hop to me. The, the queer things, uh, I'll be honest, they they don't mean. I'm happy to see them, but they don't mean anything to me. They're not meant for me, obviously. So I I don't get. Ex- it's not exultant. I feel like it's a representational issue, which I don't think I had that in my, my head as being important when I was a younger person as much as now. So, again, the queer things would have fallen to the side. The shoe thing, you know, none of us here are going to be able to afford a $1,000 shoe, nor were we really wearing Nike Airs when we were. I, when- I,
1: could, I, I, I could have a billion dollars and I would never buy a $1,000 shoe.
0: Right. Yeah. And. So, but that we, A, hey, we don't have a billion dollars and we still would not. So, the shoe thing is also kind of beyond the, the, the bar here. So, the only way for me to plug into it as a kid is kind of the big, the fuck up, fuck you to, to big religion, which I mean, I was, I'd say, after the age of 12, uh, 12 or 13, and I, I was kind of wondering why the hell did I do so many. What, what they used to call it religious education classes in the, in the 80s, where after school, I think it was one day a week on Thursdays at like 3.15, I went to this guy's house not too far away from where I lived, and there was like five other kids, and we went through this textbook given to us by the local Roman Catholic diocese, and we learned about I don't even remember what we learned now. I did it because I thought it was a part of education. I, I wasn't in touch with my atheism the way I am now. Um, so by the time I'm 16, 17 years old, it would have been fully steaming like a train in the other direction, and I would have been very happy and alloyed by the fact that this guy was, you know, giving me a big, you know, fuck you to these mega church guys. And again, look on YouTube. There's plenty of videos of dudes in mega churches with names like, you know, Robert Louis Jerkoff, you know, who's who's up there <laughs> prancing back and forth with a shitty suit and a terrible haircut, yelling was uh, crowd and, about. And
1: it's such cliche, the, the delivery of these guys. Yeah. Like, they're bad performers. And it's it's, it's barely, it's, so,
0: look, it's ugh. barely, they keep saying the word thug. Look, the, the, I, this is the worst thing in the universe, that the, the fucking, the the conservative pastors, whatever, I mean, I think that's even, you know, conservative pastor, I think is like bleaching the word. These guys are barely holding back racism. I mean, they're speaking shitloads oh of coded uh, language to their followers and, and you know, I'm people like, who share the dogma.
1: So, so I mean, thug. Well, thug started as an Indian term, actually. Yes. But thug in this country was used, especially when we were kids, for violent black men. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, it was coded. It was still racist. But, but like Lil Nas X, even if you want to give any weight to the criticism they have of him, there's no violence in there.
0: No.
1: So, like, how nakedly racist is it to you to pick that
0: specific word to insult him?
1: Terrible. What is thuggish? Even if you think what he's doing are horrible travesties and crimes, what is thuggish about
0: it? His body and his blackness—you know—that's exactly as it is. His for all body
1: and the- his black—it's not, not the gay thing. Doesn't even accord with that. It's so offensive. I didn't know who Little Nash X was. Little thug, whoever. I had no idea who he was. We was riding this morning. Hudson said, well, you know who, what made him famous? I said, well, he said, you know, he was at Horses. Song. Got my horses and whatever that song. I was like, man, that song got a cool beat. I'll never be able to listen to it again. Bunch of devil-worshipping wicked nonsense. Pentagram wearing on your Nike tennis shoe 666. You think I'm going to stand for that? You've lost your mind. You tell little Dash X I said so. Bunch of Satanism. Bunch of wickedness. Bunch of devilism. Bunch of demonism. Bunch of psychotic wickedness. Uh, is the existence of this video... Uh, I mean, some people would say literally yes, but in your opinion, is the existence of this video, the song, the sneakers, and the backlash... A Sign of the apocalypse.
0: It's hilarious, right? Because as much as the react- reactionary, regressive, uh, anti- di- antediluvian, draconian Christians in th- America, I was about to say this country, in America, want it screamingly to be the apocalypse because they are fucking banging their staffs on the ground. You know, these people exactly they want wow. the end of days. They've been screeching for the end of days for years now. Since the well, because fucking- they, they
1: they blew the
0: days, so yeah. all
1: they have left is the end of days, right?
0: Yeah. As much as they've been reading them, Left Behind books, these people have this this wet dream of what it's like when people start falling out of their clothes and you know ascending to heaven, and everyone else is left with uh, Jews running the earth. But uh, no, th- this uh, I was going to say this this is a viral. This is just a viral cycle. I mean, it is purely a viral commercial cycle with a healthy 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 dose of commerce in there injected Noah injected like a drop of blood into the into the water uh, yeah yeah thank you so um no i mean if anything it's like i said it's even a little cynical that the guy was trying to sell shoes and he's trying to make i mean he should be getting paid is that, it's cynical is, is if that's the worst thing that happens here that's fine most pop most pop music and most uh flotillas media flotillas uh you know w- what was WAP if nothing but um cynical to some degree because knowing that it was going to you know uh, dump gasoline on on uh, something and then throw a match at it too i mean it was good cynical it was cynical that paid off and now they got exactly what they wanted out of it and this this is sort of like the black queer male version of wop something that was designed to piss um. off a lot of normies to some degree
1: by the way i want to bring up a point you reminded the drop of blood in the uh in the liquid there. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of, you know, about the, the, in the late seventies when Marvel comics made a kiss comic book. Do you know that story? Yeah,
0: I do. But tell, tell everyone's cause I don't think a lot of people remember that.
1: So, you know, kiss at the height of their fame, you know, of course they were never really about the music. They're about the imagery. So of course they made a comic book, right? And Marvel comics made it and it was advertised. It said on the cover, you know, printed in real kiss blood. Kiss was all over, you know, are they about Satan? Are they about, outer space are they about outer rock space, and roll are they yes. about their chewy Jewish- well this is my problem their their image was just so haphazard and their music had nothing to. Do- i'm sorry i don't want to get on my kiss rant so it said printed in real kiss blood which sounds like bullshit but apparently the true story is the guys in kiss went up to the printing you know plant whatever in upstate new york and literally had their fingers pricked and each put a drop of blood mixed in with the the printer's ink it's so stupid, but the point is this has been going on for a long time, and I'm sure people I mean, I know people back then said the KISS were satanic. They, I mean, they said that about Motley Crue, so you might as well say about KISS, and certainly about bands that actually claim to be satanic, like King Diamond or whatever. Um, so, sorry, the blood thing. Uh, apocalypse. No, this is not apocalyptic at all. This has always been the way art uh, popular art has looked to push boundaries. You know, we're getting they're forcing people to confront you know, unapologetic queerness, unapologetic blackness, um, you know, things like that. And um, like I say, I think it's great. I think the imagery is fantastic. So no. Um, And this might be the anti-apocalypse if it has the effect of actually puncturing the, the, the false sanctimony of these politicians, of these moral scolds. By the way, it's not just politicians. It's like your Candace Owens of the world or even some like basketball players, you know, people who just think they have a right to tell people how to live their lives and have no credibility upon which to to express that right um so if it punctures it but as I said before I'm a little afraid it's going to make the problem worse because it's going to give people an excuse to support these morally bankrupt politicians it's because they're going to say well it's you know Satan is worse than climate change Satan is worse than you know not supporting infrastructure not supporting you know uh, an increase in the minimum wage things like that um, so I do worry about it a little, but you know, if we're going to be optimistic, this could be anti-apocalyptic.
0: Now for anyone who lived through the 1980s, this is just another verse same as the first, when it comes to moral panic around music. Back then it was bands like ACDC, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, and Judas Priest. Today it's still Nas. Nice. Finally you Noah, know coming around the bend here. It's our usual question about jealousy. Is there anything uh, from the media flotilla of Lil Nas X's assault on everyone's sensibility that fills you with jealousy? Yes. I mean,
1: you know, my most common answer to this question is, Shar, sure, if we're talking about it, so it's more famous than I will ever be. So, of course, I'm jealous. But there's another element to my jealousy of this is that um, this is Lil... I-, I mean, let's take him at his word here. He seems as far as a popular artist can be, to be honest. He is expressing his real sexuality, his real emotions, his real, you know, he's, he's, how he's really feeling, how he really wants to express himself. So anytime someone gets to express himself so wholly, wholly with a W, so unabashedly and gets affirmation, attention, I mean, the ability to do it, you know, such a well-made video, right? Like, Anytime I've tried to express myself that openly, people either didn't care or they didn't like it, or maybe it's on me. Maybe I was just too afraid to do it. Right. So um, I'm jealous that someone can express themselves so so in such a whole, a whole way, in such an entire way, and get not necessarily affirmation, but attention. And people talking about it, you and me talking about it. So I'm jealous of that. I'm jealous of his ability to express himself. It's um, it's the in this manner. it's
0: the power of a 20. You know, a power of a 21 year old person. And it's funny. And I know I know there's a cliche, Noah, about um, the, the smartest or the most geniusy people of our of our time on earth that you do your work between the ages of like 19 and 27 and then your achievements drop off uh when you get to your 30s like your real inspiration comes when you are at this this primitive this primordial age um and it's funny, I guess he is in that zone. And I think back to when I was 21, I had nothing to say, no way to say it. Like, I was a non-entity. I was a person who made, you know, references to Mystery Science Theater when I was 21. To think about having something larger to say, and like like you, like you described perfectly, the way in which to say it and the fact that he struck pay dirt at the end with that statement, I mean, that's that's all crazy. But, I mean, imagine me trying to figure out how to do it now at 45 years old, you know, uh, uh, you know, level of experience, much less 21. You don't know shit at 21. I mean, not only don't know shit, but it's like when I was 21, I was, I was inhibited. I was, you know, uh, tried. I think I, th- I felt like I was, you know, dissuaded from trying to do these kind of things just because it wasn't what people did. And it wasn't what you were expected to do when you were 21. So, yeah, I, I think that's actually even more. Uh, I was going to say. That even though I thought "Old Country Road" and to some degree this this song is it, they're, they're, to me they're just they're weak things that I wouldn't listen to. I just don't like the songs. I mean I, that doesn't mean anything. It's just that's just how I feel about the music, and it's completely subjective. But somehow he he confounded my best estimations of his cunning then. And he managed to be lightning a ball twice in, in twice in the two years or twice in, in two and a half years. He didn't, and in, and in very different ways. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it, it's it's interesting. I think the controversy that
1: attended to Old Town Road had nothing had. I mean, it was controversial before he came out.
0: Yeah, yes, I, I Yes. Mean, right, exactly. There, are, yeah, there, yeah, yeah.
1: there are overlaps. Black being the big overlap, but it's so different. Why they're controversial?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I am jealous of the fact that he. It's funny, I keep looking at him, and I have to remind myself, first of all, he was that young on, on Old Town Road, and he's he's this young now. And it's not like yeah. he has an old face, but for some reason, the amount of shit that he's been through and that we've watched him go through seems to like age him up in my head. He looks like he could have a 32 year olds level of experience or savvy in order to do this. But it's like, even, I mean, how, Christ, how old... Britney Spears, when she put out her thing, I think she was, what, eight, 17 years old when she did Hit Me Baby? Se-
1: yeah, 17 or 18. Yeah, I mean, a- that was Hit Me Baby one more time. She had been doing stuff in show business before yeah. that for a yeah, long Yeah, 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 right. But that's when she broke out. Yeah.
0: And it's like, oh, man, you know, that's got to be something that's just really big and uncontrolled. And, and a lot of it is is not really considered. It's just raw talent that if it's framed the proper way and it creates a sensation like it did for her. And, it you know, it's strong enough to explode her career like a Big Bang. I don't mean explode like blow up. I mean, like, like I said, uh, uh, ejected from a huge explosion and populating the universe with star stuff. And to some degree, this guy has something going on that young. Yeah, it's very jealous that he could possibly be this young. It's like, what does this guy look like when he's forty-five? You know, I don't know. I'm not saying he's Michael Jackson, who was also crazy successful when he was a kid. Uh, you know, who didn't live past I think it was 50, 50? Was it? Was Michael Jackson fifty when he died? I think he was fifty-two. I Think he was fifty-one. Fifty-one. Yeah. Keep uh, keep talking. I'm going to
1: look that up because now I really want to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just like in terms of somebody. You know, we we had to imagine. You know, when when we when we see thriller, when we are listening to Off the Wall, that you know somehow the year two thousand nine would be so sad. But yet, yet it was there. It was everyone was together mourning mm-hmm. over it. Um, he was but, he was two months short of fifty one. Okay, that's he crazy. was fifty that's, almost fifty one. That's yeah. not even that far away from our age right now.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, you believe that?
0: Yeah, I know. All right, uh, so finally, bringing it on home, Noah, for the fallopian scale, the tube that leads between the ovary and the uterus on the scale of everything on our show, X, Y, Z axis of uh, weak versus good, etc. Where do you find uh, uh, Montero falling on that scale?
1: Well, I, I really crunched the numbers on this one, and I came up okay, with what I think I is love a highly love scientific, scientifically <laughs> calculated,
0: exacting, <laughs> meticulous. To the angstrom.
1: <laughs> mathematically accurate assessment of Montero call me by my name and it's attending controversy and s- sneaker promotion. Uh, so let's start with our previous Lil Nas X topic. So this is two thirds of old town road, old town. You know, I made it clear. I think old town Road's a much better song in my personal opinion. Two thirds of old town road times Troy Savon, a pop singer who was also unapologetically gay plus half of Sarah Cooper you know Sarah Cooper we praised for her masterful trolling ability I find what Sarah Cooper is doing and her talent to be far more appealing and in some ways more uh, I was about to say more unique I know that's wrong more individualistic and just more interesting for personal point of view so two-thirds of Old Town Road times Troy Saban Plus one half of Sarah Cooper equals Montero. Call me by my name.
0: It's almost like you're describing like an Amazo uh, android that has, in fact, combined all these yes. powers in one strange pointy-headed yeah. uh, uh, killing machine. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I comic I, geek uh, reference, comic geek reference.
0: Thank, thank you, thank you. I am. Um, I'm going to say that this. I have something much simpler comparison. I'm going to say this is sort of the opposite. Yeah, the obverse of minions, no, of all people, because okay, it it is a it is a pan cultural sensation. Um, it's kind of I. These are both things that I've adjudged. The 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 art itself, I don't think is exceptional. Um, Wait, and- so
1: you don't you don't think the video is great?
0: No, I don't think it's great. I think the video has ah. a lot of college. All right. I was going to say he's young and I know that to him, this looks like exceptional imagery. But I mean, this is the stuff of a lot of poetry and, and short fiction in, in freshman freshman comp classes.
1: All right. All right. Well, but I think he goes a step beyond that. I think he goes a step beyond yes, that. And he it, quotes Plato's Symposium. I think he he doesn't, because that was my first impression. Like, oh, it's cliche religious imagery. But I think he makes it a little more special than that. And I, okay, I, I, you're, oh, enti- you're entitled to be
0: wrong. I'm entitled to be wrong. But who knows what the synthesis between, I, th- I forget her name, There's the Ukrainian director of the video. I think, you know, we don't know how much she, you know, uh, guides, you know, builds the ductwork through which to pump uh, a, quote, you know, a, a, a supply of Lil Nas X through it. And how much was Lil Nas X's specific ideas where they had general ideas about, you know, I have these large impressions. And when you actually get to transcribing the Greek language into the scenes, it's like, did Lil Nas X put the... The Greek in there, or was that the art department who made the video? It honestly doesn't matter because the some effect is the same, um, you know. But I I would think that the minions also too have a certain style. There's a certain um, you know average to their look. The little yellow blobs who wear overalls and make little little noises. You know, it's it's a it's kind of weak art that's affixed to a sensation, and it creates this uh, gestalt. Like I said, it's the obverse, not necessarily the inverse of um, of minions in this case. Interesting obverse, good word. Thank you. All right, take us home, buddy. That's well, it. everybody, please, for the love of Christ, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher to find our previous episodes. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a review. I'm on Twitter, at William Scurry. And I am on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar. And I am all about the Big
1: Quiz Thing. Bigquizthing.com, America's finest provider of corporate and private trivia events. Get in touch today. Hire us for your own event. We have a public virtual event coming up uh, April 7th, uh, in league with the New York Historical Society. We're doing a movie-themed trivia event focused on movies from the 90s to today myhistory.org get tickets learn more
0: bigquizthing.com all right until the next fiasco we we don't don't get get it
1: a production of american caesar enterprises 2021